Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Voices of Volon. This is your host, Anthony, with my co-host. Allison Ray. And today we'll be talking about religion and whether you believe in it. If you do, what do you believe in? How did you start like believing that? Like, Was it your household? Was it just you? Or if you don't believe in it, Again, was it because of your household or was it because of you? And like the difference of religions and stuff and the effects it has on someone's like mental health. Because it has had a toll on mine, I will say, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Um unfortunately we do not have a guest star, so it'll just be <laughs> us two today. And yeah, so to get started. I want to see my background. My parents are split. So my dad believes in Catholicism and my mother's side believes in Christianity. They believe in the same God, but like one of the major differences are like the belief in saints. My dad obviously does that because he's a Catholic. My mom doesn't. That's what she doesn't believe in. So that's my side. Um, I don't know how Ali's standpoint is with her family. Um, so my family, um, my mother is um, Catholic. Her entire family is Catholic. They are um, very Italian and Slovak, which um, those two areas of the world tend to be more towards Catholic. Um, So her whole family is my dad's family is kind of a mixed bag. Uh, They weren't really overly religious. Um, My grandmother, she's 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 something. She's a she is something. She's great. Um, She's very I like to call her my socialist grandmother. Um, (laughs) She is not really religious at all. I don't really I never really talked to her about it, but she never really goes to church or anything like that. She's never really talked about being religious. Um, I don't think she's completely um, atheist. I think she's probably more like on the agnostic scale, like eh, there might be something, there might not be, whatever. Um, my great-grandparents, however, from my grandfather's side and half of my grandma's side, they were um, Methodist. Um, I don't know too, too much about Methodist religion though just because like I said my grandma wasn't really into it so then my dad ended up not really being religious very much um he just kind of got dragged along with us to um Catholic church uh although he was not Catholic he was he considers himself Methodist um my great-grandmother however is very interesting on my on my grandma's side because she is actually Mormon uh, which is kind of interesting. The I don't know if you knew that guy, but yeah, she's Mormon. Um, which is kind of interesting. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a very different religion. I'm, like, directly related to the first, like, I believe it's, like, first, like, 12 or 13, like, apostles of, like, the Mormon church of the ones who went out and, like, spread the religion and kind of made it big. Um, I'm directly related to them and stuff like that. Uh, because of how Mormon religion works, actually, within their religion, I am considered Mormon, 
they consider me Mormon. I do not consider myself Mormon, but they do. Um, because I am direct blood descendant of Mormons. And if you know anything about them, they tend to try and basically keep like the bloodline of Mormons as pure as they possibly can. So like if you are a Mormon, basically you have to marry another Mormon. And that is also why husbands tend to have like more than one wife is to try and like keep, you know, only Mormons within your family. But that's a little religious background on me, where I come from. Um, Guy, do you want to talk um, a little bit about what you are actually, other than just your parent, what your parents are? Yeah. So now we got the background out of the way. I'll see who I am. Me, personally, for right now at least, I don't believe in that. However, <laughs> the few times that my mom has told me to pray and stuff, which I have with her, it has worked out in my favor, which it has been very, like, I don't want to say suspicious, but it's like, very convincing situations has happened to me where it makes me believe that, like, maybe there is something else. Like, there was this one time in high school, I was praying for an SAT score because the one that I needed to get, I was barely off, even though I like studied my ass off for it, but I needed it for a scholarship. So the night before, this is the last time I took the test. <clears throat> the night before, I remember my mom told me to pray on it. And I didn't study this time. I was like, you know what? I'll just do it for this last time. Whatever I get, I'll get it. I prayed on it with my mom. <laughs> I took the test. When I get the test back, I'm higher than what the lowest requirement for that scholarship is. So it's like, wow. Either I somehow gained knowledge that I was studying or like the prayer work. That was one of them. Another time was getting into college. And then the latest time was getting back into college. Then my mom would tell me to pray on it, and then I did, and then boom, stop again. Yeah, me personally, I don't believe in anything, but if I were to, I think the closest religion to me would be Christianity. So I don't know about you, but that's me. Yeah, so um, at a very young age, um, my mom was very... Religious when we were younger, she was very Catholic, as I said before. Um, it was my grandma is extremely Catholic. Um, like my great aunt, she had like the keys to her church. Uh, she was like their main choir person. Like my whole family, just extreme on that side, and that was the side we were kind of always closest to, rather than my dad's side because they kind of live all over the country. We don't talk to the Mormon side at all. Um. So we're a lot closer. We've always been a lot closer to my mom's side of the family. Um, and they're very Catholic. So from a young age, you know, I started CCD, which is like Catholic school that you go to. Um, they used to do it on like Monday nights, but then they ended up changing it to Sunday mornings for some reason. But whatever. Um, basically, you go for like an hour or two. I can't remember how long it was off the top of my head. You basically talk about religion and stuff like that, the Bible, you learn about it. 
um when they switched it to sundays we would then go to church right after because it was you know all in the same spot i used to love going to church i thought it was like the actual church part was super boring i hated it like when i was younger but it was really cool because they would take like all of the little kids down and they would like play games with us in the basement and that's the part i loved because i was like oh, i get to go play games with a bunch of random kids yay because i was like you know five or six but mm -hmm. um yeah, I was kind of forced onto religion at a very young age. Um, I, you know, did my, ah, crap, what are they called? Baptism when I was born. Um, I did my first communion. Yeah, that's what it's called. First communion, my confirmation, all that stuff. Um, but around the time that I did my confirmation, which you do, if I remember right, I was 13, 14, right around there. Um, mm -hmm. When you do it, around that time is actually around when kind of a lot of stuff started to change in my family. Um, so my grandmother stopped going to church. Um, she started watching online, or on, not online, she she didn't know about the internet at this point. She just finally got internet like a year ago. But anyways, she watched on the TV um, because my step-grandfather, who she had remarried after my actual grandfather died, um, which we'll get into that because that actually, him dying actually involves a lot of religion and why the Catholic Church is extremely corrupt. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, he got really sick. He had My step-grandfather, he had cancer and all that. So he couldn't really go to church. So my grandma started watching online. Uh, we When we would go, we always went with her. We always sat with her. And then we would go over her house for like Sunday dinner afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. So when she stopped going, we kind of like, we would still go over there for Sunday dinner. But like we kind of slowly like stopped going. Um, and then like when my parent, when my brother Kyle came out as gay, um, at that point we were only really going on holidays and like every i grew up in a very small town um i i went to school in a place other than where i actually grew up i was like open enrollment in another school but um they were like right next to each other and they were both pretty small everyone talked so like everyone kind of at the church knew that my brother was gay and like whenever we would go in like they would always give us like the worst looks and stuff like that so that was kind of around the time that we just stopped going to church altogether. And that was around the time that I was like, I was learning some other stuff about it. Um, I said about my grandfather earlier. Um, so my grandfather was very, very Catholic. He was a veteran. He fought in, uh, what was it? World War II, the very, very, very end of it in the Navy. Um, he was over in Europe and he also fought and I believe it was the Vietnam War. It was either Vietnam or Korea. I always get the two mixed up. Um, it was whichever one they used Agent Orange in because um, he actually ended up getting cancer from Agent Orange and dying from it uh, right after they had adopted my mother. So um, she she never really even knew her technical like adopted dad because he literally died like a month or two after they adopted her. 
Um, but what she would later to find come to find out, and what I later co- came to find out, is um, my grandfather was in a marriage before my grandmother. They got divorced. He remarried my grandmother. In the Catholic religion, it is seen as kind of very bad to get a divorce. It is seen as a sin, even if it's like an abusive relationship, especially back then. I'm talking back in like the 50s, 60s. It was seen as something you just didn't do. Doesn't matter if they were abusive. And his ex-wife actually was abusive towards him. So he ended up getting a divorce from her. Um, Because of that... The Catholic Church was really, really kind of not nice to him. Um, it was his, like, dying wish to have his basically, like, last rites or his death rites read to him by a priest. It is um, one of the, like, seven different things that you basically are um, allowed to have as someone who is Catholic throughout your life. Uh, I can't remember what they all are. I know it's, like, baptism, first communion, confirmation, marriage death rights and i think there's one more i'm pretty sure there's one more i can't remember it off the top of my head though um and they actually refused it to him they would not give it to him literally his dying wish was to have it and they refused an army veteran who ended up dying because of like he would be literally because he was in the army um or navy i guess but and then after doing that they then forced him to get buried. They forced, like, my grandmother to bury him in a Catholic cemetery. So after my mom found this out, and then after I found this out, was really when we started, like, going away from Catholic um, religion altogether because it's, especially at that time, was very corrupt and really did him dirty. So, yeah. And now I'm not really religious at all. I am more agnostic than anything. There might be something, there might not. Um, I don't want to waste my time with people who don't agree with my views on the world, especially when it comes to, you know, people who are gay, people who are anything in the LGBTQ community, or um, women's rights with, um, you know... Being able to get abortions and stuff like that. Um, generally, people who are very, very into church and stuff like that do not agree with that kind of stuff. Um, they think it goes against religion, which it really does not. But yeah, so I've kind of completely gone away from religion. There might be something, there might not. I don't know. Do I think maybe there is something in the universe that's a higher power? Probably. Is it a god? Is it karma? Who knows? Am I right? Yeah, that's kind mm. of um, my views on religion and a bit about um, why I feel that way. See, my experience with religion hasn't been nice either because I... When was it? Ever since like I was a kid, I was always being forced to go to church and it made me feel like it was more of a chore than something that we're supposed to go and like enjoy and um like really like take in I guess as an experience. But every time I would go, I just wouldn't want to. So it just felt like a chore. I didn't like it and then 
later on, or when I was in the process of coming out, my mom would also be going to church a lot. And she took me to this one youth group. I didn't really feel comfortable in saying anything in the youth group for the same reason. Like, I felt like I didn't belong. And it felt like I was an imposter, so I didn't enjoy that too. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a line, probably in the Old Testament. I'm not sure about the new one, to be honest, but it was like Leviticus 18.22, I think, that was saying like, oh, a man shall not lie with men as he does with women. Something along the lines of that. And that was like the biggest deterrent for Christianity for me. It was like uh, a lot of bigot Christians use the Bible as their defense on and justification on like being homophobic. So that was also another thing that um, pushed me away from Christianity. And at least for me, I see it really rare when a queer person actually believes in Christianity. Like, I rarely ever see that. I don't know if I've even seen that once. But that was my experience with it. And my dad, they believe in Catholicism and all that, but it wasn't like my mom. My mom's side is way more religious and stuff. And every time we would have, like, family reunions, we would always pray before we eat because that was a habit of them, like, their tradition. I would go straight to eat, and then i get scolded by my mom because she would tell me, like, no, stop. We're supposed to pray before we eat. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because I don't follow that tradition, I don't do it. So if I felt like an outcast in my family by that because all of them were doing the tradition, I would just say, like, oh, okay. And just on top of that, like, I'm the only gay one in the family on my mom's side that I know of. So I'm always bombarded with, oh, where's the girlfriend? But it's like, <laughs> I can't say anything because <laughs> their views, at least the way that they view their beliefs, it's against it. So it's not fun. Yeah. I know, like, when my brother came out to us, he was, like, terrified of, like, what we were all going to think. Because at the time, like, we were all still going to church and stuff like that. Obviously, me and my, um, I have three older brothers. Me and, like, my older brothers are, none of us are really religious now. Um, I would say all of them are probably either, they're either agnostic or atheist at this point. Um, we used to do the whole prayer thing too before um we ate but kind of after my brother came out and we started having like more negative connotations with like church especially with how people seem to be treating him and stuff like that at it we kind of like stopped praying before we ate um now we only do when it's like a holiday and it's really just for my grandmother's sake um mm-hmm. The, the one thing I will say that is about my family um, that is different from yours, Guy, 
you say like you're kind of afraid to come out to all of them because they're really religious. Um, you already did, but yeah, I was. But you were. Um, one thing that's a little different about my family that I find very, very, very odd um, and something that we didn't expect. So you know how I said like my mom's side of the family is like super religious, right? They're all very, very much Catholics. Um, we all were afraid of how they would react to Kyle. Um, well, Kyle was afraid of how they would react, I should say. Um, but they were all like super open about it. They were all okay. Like none of them gave him a hard time. We were all really surprised by it. Um, well, me and my brothers were, and then we came to find out that we had this cousin who didn't really talk to, um, she wasn't at most social events. Um, and she was actually a lesbian. She was like, she's like 60 something now. She had come out like years and years before that she had a wife and everything um and my family had always been okay with her as well like there was they had they have no bad like vibes between them they're all fine with it which i always found really surprising because like i said my family very very catholic they all helped out at church all that kind of stuff the only reason that she never came to like family stuff was because she was actually very um big drug addict and not with the good kind of drugs. So, yeah, that's why she was never really invited over family things. Not because she was gay, but because of that. But, um, it was something that really surprised me because, like you had said, you don't really know anyone who is, like, gay and religious. Um, yeah. But I, I think, she, yeah, she's still religious, too. Like, she's still, she goes to church now and stuff like that, she, that she's, She's now trying to get her life together, um, which is good. But that was one thing that really surprised us. And even with Alex, too, like, because Alex is obviously trans, um, they're completely fine with him. And that really surprises me as well. I definitely thought that, like, I was going to have to be knocking some heads, but they're completely fine with it. It's really surprising. Um... Do you know anything about the Mormon religion guy? Not really, no. Would you like to know some stuff about the Mormon religion guy? I mean, yeah, because I'm pretty sure viewers might not know about it, too. Yeah, so Mormon religion is very um, interesting. Let's put it like that. Um, they abide by a lot of very strict rules um such as you're not like allowed to gamble you're not allowed to consume caffeine you're not allowed to consume alcohol um not allowed to smoke anything like that um there's a lot there's a whole list of other ones i think there's one where they're not allowed to wear jeans hmm. um and for most, so I had said that um, my great-grandmother was Mormon. My great-grandfather that she married, however, was not, uh, which was looked down upon in, like, the Mormon church. Um, you kind of get outcasted from your family, which happened to her. 
if you marry someone who is not within your religion. Because mm -hmm. they really try and keep it within yeah. them. Um, which, if you guys don't know, Mormon is just another word for Latter-day Saints. They're the same people. Um, they were started by a guy named Joseph Smith. Um, who basically said, hey, I'm a prophet. I'm like Moses. Why don't you come and follow me and, like, worship me? Um, I think he was out of, like, New York, if I remember correctly. Um, and people went along with it. He had, I think it was 12 or 13, like, disciples who he told, go spread, like, my word, which I'm directly related to a group of them that went and did that, which is kind of, um, weird. <laughs> but yeah, they have a lot of different things. They are, um, polygamous, so they have, I believe, in that when you have, like, you marry multiple people, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, that is why out in, like, Utah and areas out west, um, that is actually an okay thing to do. You can marry more than one person. That is not something I believe you can do in Ohio. Um, a lot of Mormons ended up getting driven out west because a lot of people didn't agree with their religion. Um, they were like, basically, get out of here. Uh, we don't want you here. So they all got driven out west. So that's kind of why they all live there, even though the religion started in New York. Um... One thing that they do do that's a, that's a little weird is um, they have what they call, like, special or, like, magic underwear. Um, that is supposed to, like, act as, like, a um, reminder to them to basically, um, oh, what was it? I can't remember. Oh, crap. It was something about, like, keep with your religion, I believe. Mm -hmm. Basically, when you go to, like, the temple for the first time, like, the Mormon temple, you're given, like, this special, like, garment, which people call um, your their magic underwear, because it's supposed to have some, like, religious significance to them that you're supposed to wear all the time. It's it's really weird. That is actually a thing, though. Um, one thing that I always found, like, really cute with my grandmother, with my great-grandmother, was even though, like, her family didn't really talk to her anymore because she married my grandfather and he was not Mormon, so she kind of got outcast a little bit, um, she still tried to keep mostly with her religion. Um, I mean, she was raised in it. That's what she grew up with. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know when she was born. Actually, it would have probably been. She probably would have been like thirty, tw late twenties, I think, when she married my grandpa. Late to mid twenties. So she she grew up with it for twenty some years, um, and it is very very hammered into them like how you should live your life when you are Mormon. Um, so. <laughs> She even until she ended up getting Alzheimer's, um, but even 
when she had that and she was losing her memory and everything, she still kept with her, with, you know, her Mormon ideals for the most part. But um, one little cute thing that she would always do that I remember really clearly is um, they're not allowed to have caffeine. That includes tea because tea does have um, some caffeine in it. Like they're, that's just one of the drinks they're not allowed to have is tea, tea, coffee, anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so she would always like, she had this little tea bag and she would like get a thing of water and she would dip it in once and she would set it aside and she would always have like the biggest smile on her face whenever she did it. Like, mm -hmm, I'm cheating. I'm breaking the rules. I dipped this tea bag once in my water. I'm having, like, something I'm not allowed to. It was so funny. Um, another one of their prohibitions is, like, that you're not allowed to gamble. Um, my, my, grand, my grandmother, when she was younger... My um, great-grandpa and great-grandma would take them out west. They would see my great-grandmother's family once in a while. Um, not very often, because they were somewhat out of um, communication with them somewhat, and it was kind of weird. Um, they were very, from what I've heard stories, very, very, very eccentric people. Um, very interesting, but... She would um, tell me that one time they all went down to Vegas. Well, if you're a Mormon, you're not really supposed to gamble. Like, that's one of the things you're not allowed to do. Well, in Vegas, especially back in, like, you know, the 50s, um, they would actually have, like, um, penny slots inside of the bathrooms. And she said that um, one time some of the little uh, women... Mormon uh, snuck away and they were doing the penny slots in the bathroom and they like all thought they were like so bad so they were like oh my god we're breaking a, we're breaking a rule in her religion we're so bad make sure the men don't find out kind of a thing so it's kind of funny um a lot of people see Mormons as like this really weird kind of like cult like thing but I I don't really seem like that might be because my family is Mormon but um parts of it but they're just people living their lives, you know, trying to get away with things, um, even though it breaks their religion, just like all of us do, which I always, I always like those stories because I think they're kind of funny because I think they're like all, all bad in a bag of chips, you mm. know what I mean? Because they're doing this like simple thing that like all of us are like, yeah, we do that like every day, but they like, it's, it's like the best thing to them because they're being a rebel at that time. Oh, yeah. I always um, find it kind of funny. Something you brought up with the the point of like what people aren't supposed to do with their religion has it reminded me of something major that I wanted to talk about, which was people using religion as an excuse to force their beliefs onto someone else. So for example, in Christianity it says like Oh, you're not supposed to have marks on your body. You're not supposed to like change yourself because it's like how God made you. You're like perfect in His eyes, the way that you are. So, yeah. me being more mature and of age now, I have started piercing my body. 
And my mom was very anti-piercing on males. This could be like the social construct of men not like having jewelry on them or whatever, but she would always say like, oh, I don't believe in guys getting piercings. It's not right. That's what she would always say to me, always bringing back to religion. I told her that because I don't really believe on that, she can't really force that on me. And even then, I know a whole bunch of Christians that do that. But then she herself, and I pointed this out to her, she dyes her hair. She has piercings. Why is it only for me that it doesn't, that it has to apply but not for her? She'd always get mad at me, saying that I was being disrespectful or whatever, but it's like true. It's like, why can you break the rules, but I can't? And on top of it, it's like, one, I don't even like, believe in that, so why am I held to that type of standard? Like, that's where she goes and forces stuff on me, which pushes me away from believing in all that, too. Um, I would like to get more piercings, and I would like to uh, eventually get a tattoo. But I'm afraid mainly because of my mom and her beliefs. And... There was something else I had to say about that, but she would always like force stuff onto me, which is a reason why I didn't want to believe in all that. Yeah. And then something else I wanted to bring up was religion and the afterlives in that religion. So I'm very contradicting because as much as I don't believe in it. I would like to believe in the concept of heaven because, you know, it gives me hope and like, oh, maybe I'll be able to see my past family members again. But it's like, how am I going to believe in the afterlife of the, of the religion when I don't even believe in that religion itself? So it's like, well, what now? Type of thing. And... Again, it's like each religion has its own um, afterlife. Like for those of you who like Marvel and have seen Moon Knight, they explain that like in their universe, at least, there isn't like just the afterlife. There's not one. There's multiple, and it depends on what you believe in, and it's different per person for their beliefs. But it's like it'd be kind of cool if, you know, if it does exist. And there are multiple afterlives. Like, how would that work? Like, could you just visit someone in someone else's afterlife type of thing? Or are you permanently bound to the afterlife? Like, it's answers we'll never get, but, you know. It also, like, it makes the concept of death easier for me to cope with. Because with an afterlife, you know, it's like, oh, it's not really over. Like, you still have the afterlife. You could still, like, see your family members or still get to not be alive, but experience stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I... Sorry. Um, 
it was the last thing. I don't know if like Mormons have the afterlife. What they believe in. Um, I don't know that one off the top of my head, actually. Oh, no. No, I think... No, or is that... That might be, um... What I'm thinking of might be Jehovah Witnesses, where they think, like, only select few are gonna get in, mm. um... At the end of the world, it's like 20 people or whatever, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. Um... one thing that always that is actually one thing that has always given me like anxiety to think of is like the afterlife because i don't really i don't know if there's something i don't know if there's not that very much stresses me out and terrifies me because i would like to think that there is something but at the same time what if there's not that thought always yeah. like kind of terrifies me <laughs> i'm like does it just go to like nothing do you just go to like blank nothing you like know what I mean? you were sleeping like um or is it just like just like the idea of like just ceasing to exist is just so insane to think about that i literally don't think our brains can handle it and it just at least for me it puts me into like a panic <laughs> um so it's something I don't like to generally think about. Um, I do like to think yeah. that whenever, like, my family members die and stuff like that, that they are um, watching me, however it is. Um, we did the paranormal show. Um, that was, like, our second episode that we did. Uh, whether you become a ghost or a spirit that still exists on this earth that you're watching over your people... Or, um, like I had explained, my mom thought that she felt her dad grab her, um, during that episode one time. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if there's an afterlife and there's a heaven and a hell, um, or if there's the field of reeds and I, the, what is it, the forgotten sands or something like that. Um, I don't know. Or maybe we just go and our brains just keep reliving our lives over and over and over again and we are already dead. Who knows, honestly. Mm -hmm. Free will is just a lie because you are already dead. But, um, which is actually shown to be true that you do relive your whole life in like, what is it, seven minutes after you die? Something like that. Um, I thought it was seven seconds. Seven seconds? It might be seven seconds. It's seven something. Um, it yeah. might be seconds, but your brain stays active and, like, they've shown that, like, you basically relive, um, your life within that, like, very small time frame. So who's to say we're not caught on an infinite loop of that, you know? You do your seven seconds and then you think back to you starting to do that seven seconds and then it happens again and it happens again and it happens again. All technically within the aspect of time in seven seconds, but to you, it feels like lifetimes um that's one thing i've thought about before if that makes sense i don't know if it does does that make does that make sense guy mm, i'm not sure about the loop um i did look it up in case you're wondering in Mormon mormonism uh the concept of divinity centers around the idea of Whatever. Uh, mortals themselves may become gods and goddesses in the afterlife. 
So they believe that once they die, they go to the afterlife and they are now a god or goddess. And they are rulers of their own heavenly kingdoms and have spirit children and increase in power and glory forever. So, yeah, that's what the Mormons basically believe that when you die, you become a god or goddess. That sounds pretty dope, actually. A little too many rules to be a Mormon, though. But I've <laughs> already broken. So, <laughs> don't think that's happening. That afterlife does sound awesome, though. That'd be a lot of fun. You just become your own god and you rule over yeah. your own kingdom. That's pretty lit. I'm not gonna lie. I see the draw to it now. I see why my family decided to become Mormons. Um, yeah, do you have anything uh, Anything else you wanted to talk about, though, guy? No, I think that's it. Um, next week's episode will be about where we each grew up in, like, our hometown and the culture differences and I guess cuisine differences too, and it'd be really interesting because for those who don't know, I live in Miami, Florida. Ali lives in um, a small time town in Ohio, right yeah. next to Youngstown, Ohio. That was Bomb City, USA for or um Car Bomb City, USA for a while. Lots of mobsters lived here. Yeah, so it's gonna be really interesting. Maybe like to. Stay tuned for that. But yeah, I think that'd be it. We spoke a lot about religion. <laughs> yeah, so that's our show. And if you guys are listening, wherever you're listening, please subscribe, follow us, give us five stars. It helps us and it helps new people find us so then we can keep giving you guys content and maybe even increase the quality of our content as well. That would be great. And come back for next week's episode about kind of our cultures of where we grew up and different stuff with that. And have a great night, day, wherever you're listening. Good night.